the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, I typically do not watch the CBS Evening News. I did as a little kid. Uh, I was a... uh, Child of parents whose habit was to watch the WBNS 10 TV news and then right into Walter Cronkite, right? And then after Walter Cronkite, it was uh, Dan Rather. We as a family used to watch 60 Minutes. Mike Wallace, Morley Safer, uh, confrontational journalism. I think that's probably where I got the itch to enter journalism before it became... Uh, an utter embarrassment to actually be a journalist. But I may watch the CBS Evening News tonight because, uh, well, something of great import may be confirmed. Because on Monday, uh, the CBS Evening News, uh, well, they just blew the lid off a story that I can't even fathom. What would have happened had CBS Evening News bothered to devote its considerable journalistic muscle to uh, two years ago when uh, apparently this story first came up? I guess I must have missed it then. Something about a a laptop computer and the son of a presidential candidate. Yes, that's right. Hunter Biden. You've heard of it. Oh, have you? Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, this was how uh, CBS Evening News, Catherine Herridge, formerly of Fox News, uh, broke the news on Monday night about that Hunter Biden laptop. The laptop data we had analyzed showed no evidence it was faked or tampered with. Digital forensic investigator Mark Lanterman was previously a member of a Secret Service Electronic Crimes Task Force. There was one thing that got my attention, and that was a voicemail. It's Dad. I called to tell you I love you. love you more than the whole world, pal. Can I get some help? That voicemail, apparently from Joe Biden during his son Hunter's drug addiction, is one of many findings Lanterman used to authenticate what is believed to be Hunter Biden's laptop data. You're confident, based on your analysis, this is Hunter Biden's data and that it's real? Yes. Wow. The Hunter Biden laptop is real. CBS Evening News has authenticated it. Now, of course, I'm joking about this story because it is amazing to me that CBS portrayed this as if it's some grand revelation. Hey, hey, we've got forensic experts. And there's now, according to these forensic experts, no evidence that the Hunter Biden laptop has been faked. We have authenticated the Hunter Biden laptop. Well, that would have been a great idea back in, I don't know, October of 2020. 
if you would have done it then, instead of instead of having Leslie Stahl interview Donald Trump on 60 Minutes and having her categorically deny that the laptop was real. It's this, I think it's one of the biggest scandals I've ever seen, and you don't cover it. Biggest. You want to talk about... Well, because it can't be verified. You want to talk I'm about telling. insignificant things. I'm telling you. Of course it can be verified. Excuse we, me, we they found the laptop. It. Leslie, Leslie. It can't be verified. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Yeah, why do you say that, Leslie? It can't be verified. Well, you know what? She's right. It can't be verified. If you don't engage in the investigative practices to verify the laptop, it can't be verified. I mean, that's that reminds me of a conversation I had one time with an athletic director when we had expressed to him uh, our curiosity about how he hired coaches in his school system. And I said... Do you believe that you can find coaches who are strategic experts and also good leaders who really care about kids? And he said, no, that never happens. And I said, this is the problem. How hard are you looking for such a person if you don't believe said person exists? It would be like me saying, hey, hey, go out and find me a pink unicorn that flies, please. And you would not waste a lot of time doing that because you would know that there are no pink unicorns who fly. So with CBS and Leslie Stahl sitting down with Donald Trump saying, it can't be verified. Well, of course it can't be verified if you don't try. Ignorance is bliss. Everything they did to authenticate this laptop is something they could have done in October of 2020. They had no interest in doing it in October of 2020, nor did the Washington Post, nor did the New York Times, nor did Politico, all of whom, all of whom, oh, I left out NBC News, have since said, yeah, that Hunter Biden Biden laptop is authentic. So tonight I expect on the CBS Evening News that they're going to confirm that there really was a kid from the state of Ohio who walked on the moon. I mean, that rumor's been going around since, what, 1969? I was just in Neil Armstrong's hometown last week. They're, they've confirmed it. They've got a big a big display on the edge of town that Neil Armstrong from Wapakoneta, Ohio, walked on the moon. But I don't know. Has CBS confirmed it yet? What must Edward R. Murrow, Walter Cronkite, and Mike Wallace think while they're laying in the ground and the people who have inherited their journalistic legacy take two years to say, hey, you know, hey, I got it. My schedule's pretty open today. Why don't I go find a forensic expert to see if we can verify that Hunter Biden laptop? I've been meaning to get to that, but other things have kept me too busy. They were not handling Kamala's baton very well. I guess not. No, they were not. They did not pass Kamala's, but they dropped Kamala's baton. This is incredible to me. And the hubris. To bring it to bear on the air as if this is not something that they should have done a long time ago. Like, don't you pass the point of no return where you go, okay, the laptop's real. Like, now you care. Like, she asked, has anyone paid you for saying that this laptop is real? And I don't I don't dislike Catherine Harridge. I got to believe she's tearing out what little hair she has left over how stupid 
CBS is putting her through this dog and pony show on authenticating Hunter Biden's laptop? Were you paid by CBS or anyone else to analyze the data? No. No. I wouldn't want anyone to think that someone bought our opinion. Lancherman and his son, Sean, both digital forensic experts, recovered images of credit cards, a driver's license, social security number. Just the sheer volume of what we're dealing with, it would be difficult, uh, if not impossible, to fabricate. And explained how files built up over years. It accumulated over time, which is consistent with normal, everyday use of a computer. So in that Leslie, Hall, uh, Leslie Stahl interview with Donald Trump days before the 2020 election, Trump said that Biden is in the midst of a scandal with the laptop. And Leslie Stahl replied, he's not. And Trump said, of course he is, Leslie. No, come on. This is 60 Minutes. We can't put on things we can't verify. They changed the outcome of a presidential election. And the outcome of that presidential election has given us 40-year inflation and continual attacks upon our freedom of speech and continual expansion of decidedly un-American and un-Christian values. All because CBS, NBC, other media entities would not engage in doing what they supposedly dedicated their professional lives to doing, which is verifying, vetting, and distributing authentic information that has relevance to a U.S. presidential election. What else happens in our country that is more relevant than a presidential election? We, we don't do it every couple days or couple weeks or every year. We do it once every four years. The consequences are kind of far-reaching. How many people's lives have been ruined by CBS and other media entities' refusal to do their job? People who lost their jobs in the military? People who had purpose to have a career in the military? And who were chased out of the military by the Biden administration's idiotic adherence to vaccine mandates that were unconstitutional? Is just where the list starts. So I mocked CBS in the last segment for announcing on Monday that they've done this in-depth investigation. We have authenticated the Hunter Biden laptop. Woohoo! Two years late. Do I expect this to change? I spent an hour of the show last week on the Republican announcements that they're going to look into the Hunter Biden laptop. Jonathan Turley, the professor from Georgetown University, frequently see him on Fox as their legal analyst, made a great point yesterday. He said, you got to stop talking about the Hunter Biden laptop and start talking about the Joe Biden laptop. Because every time you bring up Hunter Biden's name, the Democrats will do what they decidedly would never have done if it were Eric Trump or Donald Trump Jr. with a laptop that incriminated Donald Trump in their business activities. They will say, well, Hunter Biden's not in the administration, so this is, you know, distraction that has nothing to do with anything. No, the Republicans have to point out that they're investigating what's in the Hunter Biden laptop because Joe Biden's in the Hunter Biden laptop. And Hunter Biden's business dealings with Joe Biden are what they're investigating. And is Joe Biden compromised by business deals, by money that he gained from Hunter Biden's deals with China and Ukraine and others? So they got to talk about Joe Biden. 
But do I expect now that CBS has come around and broken the story two years later that the laptop is real, that they're going to start playing this down the middle? No, of course not. Here's a comment. It's not just CBS. It's every major media outlet. Here's a comment. Here's a uh, line from an Associated Press story about the Republican investigations of the laptop. Joe Biden has said he's never spoken to his son about his foreign business, and there are no indications that the federal investigation involves the president. There are no indications? Isn't that what Jamie Comer and Jim Jordan were up there articulating last week for an hour? Yes, it is. They talked about what Joe Biden knew and what Joe Biden gained. Yet the Associated Press, the supposed nonpartisan, don't inject any opinion in an AP story. Oh, we don't do that. There are no indications that the federal investigation involves the president. Oh, well, okay. Nothing to see here. Move on, please. Now, this will be allowed to continue if Republicans do not wrest power away from the Democrats in the Senate in 2024 and in the Oval Office. And we had hopes that we'd get the Senate along with the House and the House by a much bigger margin than we got it in the midterm elections two weeks ago. Why did we not? Is it because Democratic policies are working and the American people are super happy? (laughs) I don't think so. No, the reason why is because the Democrats have figured out how to win the game. Well, let's flash back to the election of 2021. Say, wait, there wasn't an election of 2021. Yeah, there was. There was an election in Virginia in 2021. And it got all kinds of headlines because Joe Biden had won Virginia by, what, 12 points? And Glenn Youngkin, seizing upon a stupid comment from Terry, I think it was McAuliffe, was running for governor of Virginia who said, I don't think parents ought to be telling teachers what they should teach. He said it in a debate. And right there he lost the race for governor because Glenn Youngkin realized, oh, he just gave me the all-time electoral gift. And he started pounding that. Parents' rights, parents' rights, parents' rights. And Republicans swept to victory statewide in Virginia. And that was, in the immortal words of Eddie Murphy in, what's the movie? Beverly Hills Cop. That was the banana in the tailpipe. We all fell for the banana in the tailpipe. The banana in the tailpipe was, if we have better policies and we articulate better positions, we'll win elections. And so we wasted the year between 2021 and 2022 making inroads into the Democratic habit of harvesting ballots everywhere they can. I've told you the story. My friend in Upper Arlington, ballot was mailed to my friend's child who lives out of state. And on the Sunday before the election, a Democratic operative knocked on my friend's door and said, hey, uh, your child hasn't voted yet. I'm just here to make sure they vote. That's legal. And the Democrats are doing it. And they are doing it, and Republicans are not doing it. Because as Republicans, we don't believe in early voting. Because we think early voting is crooked. And that's not the question. Of course early voting is rife with potential for fraud. But as long as it is legal, you have to do it, or the Democrats will do it. And if you don't, it's like saying, well, 
I really have a philosophical objection to employing the shift in Major League Baseball, so we're going to play teams straight up and never look at any analytics. Okay? That's great. You got your integrity. You also finished sixth in your division. So you have to play by the rules that you are allowed to play by. And Republicans have to get involved in getting ballots out and getting ballots in. This is the point made by Ned Ryan writing in American Greatness. He says, American politics has entered a new age. All that's gone before, polls, historical trends, messages, issues, candidate quality, get-out-the-vote efforts, candidate debates, voter persuasion, all of it means almost nothing and is extremely insignificant. The only thing, the only thing that truly matters is ballots out, ballots in. And he talks about Pennsylvania and how if you perfect getting ballots out and getting them in, you could elect a random name in a phone book or a dead man or a vegetable or both a dead man and a vegetable, as Pennsylvania recently demonstrated. Yes, that sounds like a cruel line. They did elect a dead man. He was dead. And I'm not talking about Fetterman. Fetterman's the vegetable. Okay? They elected a literal dead person in Pennsylvania because he was a Democrat and they got the vote out. So Ned Ryan says it's time to hit the beach hard, folks. Time to get to churches and gun shows to ballot harvest wherever it is legal. Time to send harvesters into rest homes where it is legal. Time to get Republican county clerks to send out mass absentee ballots, whether requested or not, and then track them all. Time to create a dialed-in absentee ballot chase program where we are sending people door-to-door to collect them. We can talk about reforms after we gain political power, but we better invest significant sums into this now or the GOP will lose in 2024. We have seen our future. Embrace it. It can either be the republic's death or its success. We talk about 2024 like in those old terms, the framework of, well, you know, Joe Biden's policies don't work, so there's no way when Democrats are going to get pounded in 2024. Really? The 2024 election, as our friend Matt Mayer from Opportunity Ohio has said, the 2024 election is going to come down to a handful of states. You can pick them right now. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, and Georgia. It's going to come down to those five. I'm assuming we're going to hold Ohio. Pennsylvania's electoral vote is such that if the Democrats win Pennsylvania and they have a Democratic governor, then the Republican has to win all four of the other states in order to win the election. Do you like those odds? If we just keep playing by the rules as they are now? I don't like those odds. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.